<laughs> Hello and welcome back to Bourbon and Stuff. This is Carolyn from Bourbon and Stuff, and as always, here is my husband E. Hello. Did I get it right that time? You did. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so today, uh, we're doing something that I'm not too keen on doing, so I'll just get on with it. We're doing a scotch. I'm not a really a huge scotch person, though I was the one who started venturing down into scotch first. Yeah. Um, this is Glenlivet yeah. Founders Reserve. Yep. It is a single malt scotch, and it is from the Speyside region of Scotland. It comes in, surprise, surprise, at 40% ABV or 80 proof. It is a 100% malted barley, which, like... As all single malt scotches are. Exactly. And what's unique about its aging process? So, for this particular expression, um, it is actually a blend of traditional oak and American first fill oak, Mm -hmm. which you may think, oh, this is the first time that whiskey has touched the barrel. It means it's the first time that it has been refilled since it had American whiskey or bourbon in it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, that is what's so special about this. It was to harken back to the days of when the founder first created the distillery and how they would have done their blending back in 1824. And this is just a unique budget expression that's somehow also a single malt that um, was an homage to them. Yeah. And to expand more on the budget, this one comes in at about $32 locally. Yes. Uh, We did not pay for this. This is a bottle that was open and given to us uh, in a trade. Yeah. We gave some of our higher end samples and we received seven bottles that they just did not want. Yeah, it was like seven or nine. I can't remember the, the exact number of a mixture of majority scotch and a few local uh, bourbons. Yeah. But we have a lot more scotch on our hands now, so we're going to be reviewing a lot more scotch. Yes, we will. <laughs> or at least a few more. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, so uh, I will go ahead and do a very quick commercial break, but when we come back, we are going to be going into this blind. We did not take any notes beforehand. We haven't smelled this or tasted it yet, and uh, I look forward we'll, to seeing how that goes. We'll see how that goes <laughs> in just a moment. All right. We'll be right back. Okay, and we're back, and, uh... Shall we get into the the first, uh... Let, let, let's just go. Yes. <laughs> let's go. It smells like pencil shavings. It's, it's definitely peaty. Ashy? I would say ashy. ashy at best, but to me, this is very, very floral. I won't, I won't say it's not that. Yeah, because... There is a lot of, like, very gentle kind of... Perfuming Yeah, notes. sweetness and very, like, potpourri-ish. Yeah. But it's pencil shavings. Yeah. I'm yeah. getting a smidge of that maltiness. It's yeah. not strong or forward, but it's there. There's an odd amount of heat on the nose. Like, ethanol? Yeah. I'm getting slight tinges on, on my nose hairs, not, like burn them off, but it's not gentle. I just can't get past that pencil shavings right now. <laughs> <laughs> Almost Scantron. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's got that like, or or like when you use one of those mechanical, not, not mechanical, the 
the hand sharpeners. Manual. Yeah, and it's like a the freshly hand crank ones. Yeah, a freshly sharpened pencil when it comes out. Okay. Oh, okay. okay, let's go. Sounds good. The maltiness is there. say that's not that bad and then all of the ash hit <laughs> i would not to me the ash is not pronounced right now okay so it's faint to me but i it could i'm the, i also need a couple of times through to find it yeah. sometimes so the ash with this is so drive-by it literally punches you in the mouth and then disappears okay as as I'm taking the sip while the whiskey is sitting on my tongue. It's not there. It's there. And then when I swallow, it's gone. No, for, for, me. for me, it's not there at all. And the moment I take, like, I swallow it and open my mouth to say something, it's like, hey, y'all, what's up? <laughs> so, on the palate, or rather, once I swallow this lovely whiskey, um, it's very multi-sweet and uh, floral. No, yeah. Perfumey. Like, like the second, the second or third sip in, the all that fruitiness comes out. Yeah. Very, very gentle, bright, fruity notes. Yeah, on, on a like a apple, color spectrum, this is very light. Yeah, it's it's very like appley, very pear. Mm. Like mm -hmm. I dare say, a little bit sweet in the sense of like a cherry blossom sweet. Cherry blossom. Yeah, because it's so floral. It's a floral sweetness. I'd almost go as far as to say rose water. Yeah. Yes. Because like, cause like I said, it's a floral sweetness. Yeah. It's not fruity sweetness. It's not sugary sweetness. It's like... There, there's a malty sweetness though. A little bit. In the same way that like, like yeast has a sweet smell. Sure. But there's a lot of just flowery green sweet nature to this. Yeah. Um... This is definitely on the the lighter, brighter side of the Scotch spectrum. Absolutely, and that pencil shaviness does start to dissipate <laughs> the more you taste it, and it's not half bad. No, I think it's it's definitely a little jarring out the gate, especially when this is the second one we've recorded for the night, and yeah. the first one was a spicy sweet rye. Going into this was like. Hoo! Oh my, oh my, oh my. Like, How's like, that go again? It's a, little, it's a little bit of a shock to the <laughs> system. Um, I gotta say, for $31, $32 for a single malt scotch, this isn't terrible by any means. I mean, the more I go back into it, this is definitely one that I could sit and drink and actually be really, really happy with. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good, friendly scotch that isn't gonna, like, overpower or fight your palate. At all. No, and, like, it's... There's definitely ashiness that stays on the palate, but not charcoal, not briquette, not cigar smoke, not any of the, like, jarring, like, Lagavulin-style <laughs> smoke. It's not meaty or just aggressive. It's a smoke that will linger very, very, very slightly. Almost in the way that char can sometimes linger in a bourbon. Yeah. Um, I don't hate it. No, neither do I. Um, you could go worse when it comes to scotch. Mm, by a lot. Absolutely. So if you're looking to get into scotch, 
and you're wanting something that's going to be, I dare say, unoffensive, I think this is a good way to start. I would love to see what Cole thinks of this. We'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll make sure to send um, him and Christina sample so that yeah. way they can both try it. Yeah. So we have, uh, or my husband has co-workers, uh, acquaintance of mine, I suppose, um, that have been getting more into bourbon, specifically. Well, I'd say whiskey as well, a whole. Yeah, whiskey as a whole. Specifically, we're learning that the wife uh, seems to be a bit of a scotch gal. Because she handled some of the more aggressive scotches that we sent like a champ. And she really, really enjoyed the Glen Moray, which are... They're also space They're space-eyed, budget, very sweet, lovely. But the gentleman, he's... He thought that Buffalo Trace was harsh yeah. and too alcohol forward. Yeah, and I think I heard him say that it tastes like death. <laughs> So, I don't think that he's a brown liquor person. And that's just fine. But I'm of the mindset that everyone can find something. They'll find their, ne- their niche. Yeah. Niche. Yeah. Niche. So, <laughs> you know, one day. You know, that's why we're just going to keep throwing things at him and, and maybe one day he'll find something that <laughs> isn't a clear liquor. Yeah, as long as he's comfortable trying it, we'll provide all the different spectrum of things to try. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I definitely like to see what they think of this one, because yeah. this is a On, little bit more aggressive than the Glen Moray's. I was going to say this is a little bit, um, more inoffensive. I don't agree with that, because I think Glen Moray doesn't have any sort of... From the ashy perspective, I'll give you there's that. There's no ashy or smoky nature to it. But if you were to compare this to Telesker, <laughs> this is, nope. like, the most... I'm just a giant stuffed teddy bear giving you a hug. Talisker Storm is what we're talking about. And <laughs> I bought it because I had been I had been eyeing it for a really long time. And it was like $32 it on was, sale. Yeah, it was way cheaper than we'd ever seen it ever. And I got it. Because I'm on the hunt personally for that perfect, bright, fruity... Um... Sorry, giving him some water. That's good. Sorry. It's okay. You're good. (laughs) I'm on the hunt personally for a bright and fruity, like, biscuity, briny. I want something that's a little bit like... You want biscuity and briny. Yeah, I want, like, salty, buttery, biscuity, like, just bright, bright, bright. That's what I want. And I was hoping that with the Talisker Storm, it would be... Oh, no. It would be briny and uh. <laughs> and, and bright. But was it briny? <laughs> Something. But <laughs> when I opened that bottle, I was sorely disappointed and I took a sip of it and all it was... Smoke and iodine? Was iodine and smoke. And yeah, there was some saline in there. It was there. But it was so offended by the amount of iodine that took over that. And it's tolerable. It's not your thing, is it? But it is most certainly not my thing. And I sure as shit would not go back to that willingly. (laughs) I would drink the the Lagavulin or the... uh, 
Highland, the Highland Park, because mm-hmm. at least those are smoky and meaty. Try this. That's actually good. Yeah. Um, so, for those of you listening, um, back in the day, before this won a major award and everyone lost their shit about it, there was a blend that was floating around on the internets of equal parts uh, Glenn Livett Founders Reserve and Henry McKenna 10. And I'd always wanted to try that, but never got around to actually buying the Glenn Livett. And now, to get the Henry McKenna is damn near impossible. But we have a we have a collection of Henry McKenna. That's why I just randomly pulled one off the yeah. shelf. And I blended those together. It's and good. Yeah. It's really good. I dare say. Try that. And then try that. So. Yeah. Okay. So. It brightens up the McKenna. Mm-hmm. And it brings a lot of kind of green notes that the McKenna didn't have. And it dulls a lot of the ashiness. Mm-hmm. The ashy is still there, but it's actually a really pleasant kind of like dusting of the ashiness versus a breath of it. The ashy blends to me really well and is a great pairing with the grain. Between um, the grain and the char of wood that yeah. the McKenna has, it's actually really, really beautiful. Um, so for those of you out there who happen to have a bottle of Henry McKenna 10-year and a bottle of Glenlivet Founders Reserve... Or if you want to spend like 30 bucks or 35 depending on where you are, just go pick up some Founders Reserve. Yeah. Um, this blend... It's really tasty. <laughs> yeah. Like, I absolutely want to take uh, I, I one of the... I sm- say better than the two on their own. No, I agree with that. Really? Yeah, especially at the price point that McKenna is right now. <laughs> yeah, that's some... That, if you, no. you want to stretch your bottle of McKenna to make it last yeah. longer. So if you want to take one of the, the smaller bottles that we have and mix and let marry mm-hmm. a little bit of McKenna and uh, Glenn, and then we try it in a couple of weeks, that would be fantastic. Sure. Yeah. Okay, we've uh, we've rambled really not about this uh, this scotch for a while now. I mean, the first I'd say eight minutes was the entirety <laughs> of the scotch, including the introduction. But that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um. So, you what is your opinion? Would you get it again? Yeah. Would yeah. you have multiples on the shelf? Or? No. <laughs> no, I would not. I will. I dare say, by the time this one is empty, I'd consider getting another one. But. It's really, it's too friendly for what I would normally go for, for something that's a scotch that I'd want to really, like, dive into and explore. But mm-hmm. for people who are just getting into whiskey and scotch as a whole, I think this is a great one to have to give to them. I think that I would love to do some more blending experiments with this. Sure. Because what it did to the McKenna was beautiful. Oh, it was glorious. And if they could do that to McKenna, I'd love to see some, like, I want to see what it does to some bottom shelf things that are just lacking in in their their flavor points. I would love to see what a two-to-one ratio would be of this to George D. Stag. <laughs> oh my god, that hurts my soul. We spent so much on that stupid fucking bottle. Are you saying that you don't want to do that now? Man. 
Katie me a favor and just go get like a teeny tiny bit of this, uh, out of Daddy Stag. Oh, oh, this is happening. Yeah, I, I, I do want you to. This is happening. <laughs> I, I want just a little bit of it. Just hang on. <laughs> We're doing this. We're doing this proper. I'm and gonna... I promise that we will upload pictures on Instagram of the uh, Daddy Stag bottle open uh, so that you guys can see that we are doing this insanity. Because, I mean, why not? We we used Daddy Stag to, to, to like, trade fodder our way to the whiskey, or to the scotch, rather. No, this was not one of them. Daddy Stag? No, Thomas H. Candy. But you asked me about Daddy Stag. I did. In the end, I didn't use it. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. We used Handy. Not to say we didn't just use another B tack, but oh my god, this is so good. I know. Okay, uh, you can use my glass. I will, but I'm measuring this one. Yeah. That's your soul, I mean, a little bit, yeah. Uh, one to one or two to one? You said you wanted to do a two to one, right? I was thinking two to one. Well, hey. try it at one to one, and then we'll see what it does with the the two to one. You're with us on this crazy ride. Okay. So, oh my god. I'm so ashamed of what we're doing, but that's not bad at all. So it's good. It is not greater than the sum of its parts. It is better. It improves the Glenlivet drastically, <laughs> but it does not improve Daddy Stag. Just saying. Hang on. That just made that into a, an amazing scotch. Okay, that's actually really, really good. So... Two parts Glenlivet Founders Reserve, one part George T. Stag. Yeah. 2019 batch, if anyone actually cares. No. 2018. No, it's 2019. 2018. 2019. 2019 is when oh, we bought it. We bought it in 2019. We bought it in 2020. No, we didn't. No. Yes. No. Yes. Maybe? Yes. Man, fuck all. It's whatever. <laughs> I know what we're about. <laughs> Okay, that's that's shameful how okay. actually good that is. And and this that is tastes, a, this tastes like an amazing scotch. And frankly, this is oh, uh, yet again the proverbial uh, middle finger to all those people who bitch, complain, whine, and bash anyone who mixes their high-end bourbons with anything else other than ice. I promise you, we will make happy 23 jello shots. Oh yeah. As soon Absolutely. as we get a bottle. Like, so if any of our listeners out there happen to have a spare bottle, hit us up. <laughs> we are all about kind of going outside of the norm and it's your whiskey. Drink it how you want. Consume it how you want. Do with it what you will. Do with it what you will. It's your money. It's your palate. It's in your possession. If you want to open the whole thing and pour it down the drain just to spite motherfuckers who want to say otherwise, I support you in that. The only thing we do not support is butt chugging an entire bottle, and that is only because it'll kill you. Yeah, that's not wise. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do some crazy stuff. Experiment. Oh my because god. Because you, 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 never, that. you never know what you're going to come up with. It's so good. Because it's so... <laughs> it's so highly, highly oaky now. 
It's well aged. Yeah, it's it's like a oh. much 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 longer aged uh, scotch. scotch. Yeah, with a little bit of added cherry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hashtag oh. no shame. Yeah, I don't hate that. That's and tasty. The only thing that I can say about this is the only right way to drink whiskey is the way you like to drink it. And the only good whiskey is the whiskey you enjoy drinking. Yeah. So, uh, with all that being said, we love you guys, and we hope that everyone is staying safe. Please do keep on washing your hands and social distancing, because we would hate to find out that any of you guys are sick from being stupid. So don't be stupid, stupid. Exactly. (laughs) And, uh, if anybody knows where that reference is, you should message us on Instagram. On where that came from. And where can they find you on Instagram? They can find me on Instagram at username bourbon underscore and underscore stuff. And um, just keep on listening to us. Share the link with people who you think uh, might enjoy us. Or please, dear God, share this link specifically with people who you think would fucking hate it. Yes. Because I want that hatred. And if you hate what we've done, the fact that we mixed... Daddy Stag with a $30 scotch tonight for shits and giggles? Tell me. Fight me. It'll be worth it. Yeah, bish. (laughs) And remember, all whiskeys, even these bastard blends, are meant to be shared. (laughs) 